Lord, we bless your name. We give you glory and we give you praise. And so, Father, we bless your name today and we give you glory and praise. Our hallelujah belongs to you. We thank you for the benefit of seeing another month. We thank you for all that you do in our lives, in our families, on our jobs. Uh, we thank you for always seeking to draw us closer to you. Uh, unto you that answers prayers. <laughs> uh, shall the desire of our heart be today. Lord, we bless you. We bless you. God of all flesh. Father of all spirit. We lift you up in our hearts and in our midst today. Wherever people are joined to this service, we ask that your presence will pervade and permeate the atmosphere of their heart, their homes, their offices, in the car, wherever people are joining the service. We thank you for your presence that will be palpable everywhere. And we ask that you charge your word with power today. Let it minister grace to every hearer. Let no one be the same again. In the precious name of Jesus, we thank you for the benefit of sin another month. We thank you because it is your doing and it is marvelous in our sight. We return all the glory to you, all the honor to you, and all the adoration to you. Have your way today. Heal, set free, deliver, and restore joy into the heart of everyone. Let the month of May bring goodness. Let it bring goodness. Let it bring joy. Let it bring your mercy afresh. And let it engender open heavens in the life of everyone that is joined to this service. We give you glory and we give you praise, our Father, in Jesus' precious name. We have prayed. And all who believe, say, believe in Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, 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 should I say happy new month and you know yesterday was uh, workers day around uh, so many parts of the world and uh, we also celebrated uh, workers day in my own city in Lagos Nigeria and wherever you are uh, joining to this service we, we, we just want to celebrate the grace of God upon everyone who you know who engages in meaningful uh, uh, pursuit of good labor and making meaningful contribution to the life of of people around them serving, you know, in public sector, serving in private sector, serving, you know, as volunteers in different places where God uses us and also serving uh, the kingdom of God uh, in different churches and different ministries. We celebrate the grace of God upon your life and uh, we say happy Workers' Day uh, to everyone. Praise God. Praise God. All right. In our in-person gatherings, uh, today we, we're having something where we wrap our profession and dress, you know, according to the profession that we engage in, uh, just uh, uh, to celebrate the Workers' Day and also uh, to, to create awareness about what you do. So if you, uh, in, uh, you know, in any of our in-person gardens, I'm sure you're going to enjoy that. But it's, it's the beginning of the month and I just love to, you know, dress a little more casually, especially in uh, my own native attires uh, at, at the beginning of the month. So Perhaps, maybe this is my pastoral outfit. Uh, well, let, let's get into the word. Praise God. <laughs> we're starting a new series of teachings today uh, that we have taught the honor code. The honor code. The honor code. These teachings uh, for the next four to five weeks will take us, you know, in the direction where we will start to appreciate, understand the place of honor in our relationship with God. That's the purpose of this, this, this teaching. Uh, for someone who wants to relate with God better, who wants your service to be acceptable to God, who wants your worship to be acceptable to God, who wants to understand uh, the culture of honor in the kingdom of God, and who wants to receive all the blessings that come, uh, you know, that, that, that come to a person of honor and a person that honors God. And that's why we've tagged this, the honor code. In this teaching, we're also going to be sharing about biblical principles of financial stewardship. Uh, how uh, stewardship is a part of discipleship. Let's uh, get into the word of God. Malachi chapter 1, I'll read from verse 6 in the New King James Version. The honor code. The honor code, a new series of teachings on stewardship and a life of honor. The honor code. Malachi chapter 1 from verse 6, New King James Version. It says, a son honors his father and a servant his master. If I then, I am the father. If then, I am the father, where is my honor? And if I am 
or master, where is my reverence? Glory be to Jesus. God here was demanding honor from his people. And what he says to one, he says to all. He says, if a son honors his father and a servant his master. So here, uh, the Bible was saying, look, there's the fatherhood and a master. Uh, so master-servant relationship, a father-son relationship. One of the things that will characterize those two kind of kinds of relationship is honor, the display of honor. Honor that goes from a son to his father and honor that goes from a servant to his master. And he says, so if I am your father, where is my honor? Where is my honor? If I am your father, where is my honor? If I am uh, a master, where is my reverence? Yeah. So God is demanding two things here. Honor and reverence. And he, he said, if I am your father, then you should honor me. If I am your master, I, I am demanding reverence from you. These two things are not natural to humans, especially as we, you know, as we start to go about our daily activities as human beings, uh, it's not natural that you just go about honoring and, and giving reverence to everybody, but God demands that based on the relationship that he has with you and I, those, these two things must be a part and parcel of this relationship. In Matthew 22, when you read from verse 37, in the New Testament, in the words of Jesus, uh, uh, the Bible says in verse 20, 37 of Matthew chapter 22, verse 37, it says, uh, Jesus said to them, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all, uh, with all your soul and with all your mind. He said, this is the first and the greatest commandment and the second one is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The question they asked Jesus here in the, pre in, in, in the previous verses is, is that which is the greatest of all the commandments? All the commandments, all the Ten Commandments, and all, which is the greatest? And Jesus said, the greatest one is the one that shows that you should love God, honor him, and give him reverence. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your might, with all your mind, and you, you know, with all your might. That's what Jesus said. And the love there, one of the ways that we show love to God is to honor him and give him reverence. That's one of the ways that we show honor to God. That's one of the ways. And somebody may be asking the question, so why, why should I honor God? Why should I honor God? Uh, uh, why should I honor God? There, there are many reasons why you should honor God. Jeremiah uh, 32 verse 27, it says, Behold, I am the Lord uh, the God of all flesh, is there anything too hard for me to do? The person who says that, uh, I'm the God of all flesh, is there anything too hard for me? That person deserves my honor and your honor. Say amen, somebody. If somebody can come boldly and say, I'm the God of all flesh, is there something too hard for me? Uh, I should say, uh, uh, no, sir. Thank you, sir. I should show some deference, some reverence, some honor to somebody who can make that claim. It is a God as the God of all flesh. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 9. Verse 9 of Hebrews chapter 12, New King James Version. It says, furthermore, we have had uh, human fathers who correct us, and we pay them respect. Shall we not much more readily be, be in subjection to the father of spirits and live? The writer of the book of Hebrews was asking this question. That our earthly fathers, they chastise us. They correct us. And we take their correction because they are fathers. He said, what about the father uh, uh, of all spirits? Shouldn't we subject ourselves to the one who is the father of all spirits? The creator of all things. The creator of the ends of the earth. The one who opposes all things by the word of his power. I think he deserves our honor. He deserves our honor. He deserves our respect. Psalm 24, verse 1. The Bible says, The earth, the earth is the Lord's and its fullness, the world and those who dwell in therein. The earth is the Lord's and its fullness. And all those who dwell therein. So everything belongs to him. By him all things were made. And without him was nothing made that was made. <laughs> That's how the Bible described Christ. 
All things belong to him. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof and all of us within it. Everything belongs to him. The one who owns all things. The one who created all things and himself was not created. He deserves my worship. He deserves my honor. He deserves my praise. Say amen somebody. Glory be to Jesus. God deserves my honor because he is the creator of all things. Without him, I can do nothing. Scripture says in him we live, we move, and have our being. That's the one we're talking about today. Uh, if you're just joining this, this, this service, I need you to understand. We're talking about the honor of our God and our King. And how we need to honor him. How we need to live a life of honor. You know, he is not just the Father God, he's the Godfather. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. Whichever way you turn it, it, it connotes that this person we're talking about deserves for us to honor him. Whether you call him uh, God the Father or Godfather, it, it deserves our honor. It deserves uh, our reverence. Glory be to Jesus. And somebody may still be asking, so what is honor? What is honor? Honor is to highly esteem or regard or respect someone. So, an honor also is premise on culture. So, in different uh, 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 parts of the world, different culture or different profession, there are different ways that people uh, are honored. For instance, in the legal profession, uh, in the courtroom, the judge is honored because the judge is called my lord. So, you see uh, 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 a legal professional, an attorney, a lawyer, uh, when they're prosecuting a case, when they approach uh, the, 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 the bench, they, they, they will say, my Lord, my Lord, can I proceed? My Lord, can I proceed within the church? For instance, we have, you know, hierarchies of archbishop, bishop, all kinds of things. So you see some people are called his grace, the bishop. Of so and so place is grace. So, in different professions, there are different ways that honor is communicated. And in different culture, there's different ways that honor is communicated. In the monarchy, uh, we have ways by which honor is, is communicated or displayed. If you're talking about the Queen of England, for instance, you say, Her Majesty, the Queen. Uh, in Africa, uh, we, we talk about, you know, His Royal Majesty, His Imperial Majesty. Yeah, we have some uh, big monarchs here uh, around my own nation in Nigeria. It's imperial majesty, it's royal majesty. We, 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 we say all kinds of things just to honor human beings in exalted position. But what about the one who created everyone? When people have the opportunity to serve and represent their people in the legislature, and we want to call them, we say honorable, so and so. That's what we, we, at least we do here in, 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 here in Africa. Yeah. Uh, when people get into exalted position, we have different ways we call them. We call people chief. Sometimes we call people based on their profession. Doctor, so and so. Uh, uh, just to show in the academia, we have professors, we have doctors, we have all kinds of things that we call people. Uh, these are different ways by which people are honored. And when you read people's resume, uh, you, 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 you show where they have been, what they have learned, and the honor they, are, they have acquired and must be accorded them from time to time. But it just looks like when we're dealing with God uh, in the spirit of grace and liberty, a lot of the time we take who he is for granted. For granted. And when we deal with natural human beings and we refuse to honor them, whatever value that should flow from them to us may elude us. In fact, rather than getting the goodness of their person, we may get something else uh, from them. God forbid that you have such an encounter with God in the name of the Lord Jesus. And that's why this message is coming at this time for you to understand that uh, the one who is the God of all flesh the, the, you know, the giver of all good things, it deserves my honor and your honor. Honor, like I said, is also premised on culture. In certain cultures here in Africa, when you meet, meet an elder, you go flat on your face. We call it prostrating. Yeah, we, we prostrate. I think I should demonstrate that to you, right? Okay, so you know that I'm a thoroughbred African Yoruba man. This is how we do it. We prostrate when we meet an elder. It's like you're doing press-ups or push-ups. <laughs> so you prostrate. 
It doesn't mean that you are demonstrating servitude. No, you are showing forth honor. And I remember growing up here in Africa, when you meet an elder, people the age of your parents and your uncles, they will tell you, prostrate and greet. It's a culture. In other parts of the world, it's a handshake. In other parts of the world, it may be a peck of you know, French kiss or whatever it is on two sides of the cheek. That's how you honor somebody when you meet somebody of certain hierarchy. There's so many ways that honor is, is, is demonstrated in different culture. When I talk to my own daughters who, who live with me in Africa, I, I, I try to help them to understand the culture of Africa and how it applies to people perceiving you as being honorable or giving honor to others. And, you know, whatever part of the world you are, you must understand that in every culture, there are ways we display honor. So, let's take that to the kingdom of God, the kingdom culture. There are ways we display honor in the kingdom of God. God's kingdom has a culture that demonstrates honor. And there are a few ways that we show that we honor God in his kingdom. One, we demonstrate honor in God's kingdom through accountability. A life of accountability, like when we read the parable of talents in Matthew 25. Jesus gave that parable and he said, when the master returned, he asked them to give account of their stewardship. Are you living your life to honor God to the point that you are accountable to him and you know that you will give an account of what you have done with everything that he has given you, including your life, your very life. You are going to be accountable for it. And that's one of the ways we show honor. To live a life uh, that is unaccountable is to live a life of lack of honor. Secondly, in the kingdom of God, one, one other way that we demonstrate the culture of honor is obedience. Obedience, prompt obedience, like what we saw in Genesis chapter 12, when God called Abraham, come out of your people, out of your kindred, and go to a place that I will show you. And the Bible says, uh, and Abraham departed. Abraham departed. Abraham departed. And when, 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 when you see things like Abraham departed, that is obedience. Obedience. Obedience, ladies and gentlemen, honors God. Obedience honors God. When was the last time you felt God gave you, uh, you know, an instruction and you obeyed promptly? Obedience honors God. It does. It does honor God. Uh, uh, another way we demonstrate uh, uh, a culture of honor in the kingdom of God is gratitude. 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 We show gratitude. It means that we are grateful for what he has done. That's why we sing praise and we do it, uh, you, know, uh, 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 you know, in very hilarious ways sometimes. We just want to show him that we are grateful. As we go into the month of, of May, I need you to understand that God uh, wants you to honor him with your gratitude. So if you have been complaining, this is the time for you to ditch every complaint excuses uh, for not honoring God with your gratitude because uh, you know when when you give any excuse for for not being grateful you are you are you are being dishonorable let me just put it that way because one of the ways that's why praise must arise from Zion all the time from the house of God and from our heart to him that's one of the ways we show that we honor him uh, uh, when we show gratitude when we show gratitude to him. And that's why we worship. That's why we praise. When we worship, worship is actually reverence for him. That's one of the ways. So, so when you are, whether you're on your own in your home or you're an in-person gathering or anywhere and you want to worship, you must do it from your heart. It's one of the ways that we show honor to God. You can't sit crossing your leg and say, you are saying, God, you are great. No, you must demonstrate it. Yeah, you must, you must demonstrate it with your hand, with your body, with your mind, with your emotion. You want a connection with God that actually shows gratitude and reverence. That's part of the honor code of the kingdom of God. Is somebody still with me today? Glory be to Jesus. Because some people, you know, uh, wonder, how come I can't really touch the heart of God? He says, 
A son honors his father. If I'm your father, where's my honor? A master, I mean, a, a servant also honors his master. And if I'm your master, where's my reverence? Some attitude that you have imbibed for too long must change. It must change this season. That's why we're getting into this teaching series. So uh, I've talked about accountability, obedience, gratitude, worship, reverence. In fact, reverence is what, uh, 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 what, what we demonstrate when we worship. When we come into his presence, whether in private or in public, we behave ourselves. You know, when, when you walk into public worship, chewing gum in your mouth, I'm not saying chewing gum is bad, but you know there's a way it can be distracting to you and the other people. And then you want to talk to God, uh, and there's all kinds of things in your mouth, all kinds of things in your hair. You are hearing something, but you are also worshiping. Uh, I, I, I don't know how that works, but if, just, just put yourself in the place of God. If you want to talk to me, then make your mouth, you know, clear your mouth and be ready for, for, for you to do it honorably. If you want to hear what I have to say, remove that hair plugs. Some people are engaged in social media, watching a clip, and at the same time, uh, they are in, a, in, in an online service. <laughs> I got you. I got you right there today. Yeah. You know, sometimes people just do, all, people come into in-person gatherings, and they're on Instagram for half of the service. And you came to worship the true and living God. Where's your heart of reverence to God? That's what I'm talking about. And sometimes you, 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 you are even at home or in your own private life. Make sure you honor God and give him reverence with the way you carry yourself, even in private presence. Because this one that you are in a private prayer meeting and phones are ringing and you are, you, you are still able to peek in the midst of your communication with God? Are you pausing God to say, God, wait, I'm coming. Let me pick this call. You know, my, my, my boo just wants to know what's going on. And, you know, since it's you I'm talking to, let me just quickly... Some people just pick the, 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 the phone, you talk, you drop it, and say, okay, uh, it's really Pentecostal Christian. You just go back into speaking in tongues. No, it doesn't really show that you want that level of connection that demonstrates that you are fully connected to your God and you want to get the best out of the relationship that you have with him. So this is very, very important. The last one I'll, I'll pick on uh, before I go into other things is generosity. We demonstrate honor. And reverence to God through our act of generosity. When we show generosity to God and we show generosity to people in need, we are honoring God. We are honoring God. We are honoring God. That's exactly what we're doing when we do that. We're honoring God. You know, we're honoring God. Uh, uh, we also need to honor God with the things that we have received from him. Our time, our treasure and our talent these are things that god gives to us he, he has given everyone 24 hours a day there are certain talents that he has given me certain gifts that he has given me and he has given you your own as well it may not be the same but different areas different things and god also gives us resources means treasures and he wants us to be able to honor him in these three areas in this series, we're going to dwell on how to honor God in these three areas. But for today, uh, for the rest of, of, you know, of, of this service, uh, I want us to deal a little bit more, especially coming from uh, uh, this Workers' Day celebration, how do we honor God with our talent? How do we honor God with our talent and the gift that he has given us, our capacity to, to add value? How do we honor God with that? Before we get into that, I need you to understand that in kingdom honor code, there's no middle ground between honor and dishonor. It's either we're honoring God with our lives or we're dishonoring him with our lives. There's no middle ground. There's no middle ground. Yeah, yeah, there's no middle ground. So there's no middle ground where honor is concerned. The state of the heart is a key indicator of our honor disposition towards God. So God... He's always looking at the heart. And, the, and honor starts from the heart. Honor starts from the heart. The moment my heart is beginning to depart from God, honor will start to go out from there. The things of God will no longer be important to me. It's like when you, when you, when you, when you are not you know, at peace with 
somebody or when when you just feel like you know I, I don't really dig this person again I'm not really you know somebody annoys you or something you know they will call you you won't pick their, their call uh, you walk past them you don't want to talk to them because you don't feel like honoring them and sometimes that that's when when we start to behave like that towards God it, it looks like we're deliberately dishonoring him because we don't have a place for him in our heart in fact uh, the writer of the book of Romans addressed this you know in in a in a in a very simple way talking about the fact that this honor from for from for, for God starts with not keeping God in your subconscious. The Bible says here, message translation I'm reading from, of Genesis chapter 4, from verse 3 down to 7. It says, Time passed, Cain brought an offering to God from the produce of his farm. Abel also brought an offering, but from the firstborn animals of his herd, choice cuts of meat and the bible says this god liked abel and his offering but cain and his offering did not get his approval may you get god's approval this season i need somebody to say a better amen to that i said may you get god's approval this season you know one of the uh, greatest you know uh uh, one of one of the, uh, uh, the, the the greatest undoings of the devil is to lead somebody to God's disapproval. I pray for everyone in this service today who may have been living on the wrong side of God's approval. I pray for you that my God will have mercy on you and restore you in the name of Jesus. So in this place, the Bible says that Abel's sacrifice was acceptable or approved of God. But Cain's sacrifice came in his person and his offering. Now, they were existing before they brought their offering. It meant that the, what they brought to God was something that portrayed their heart and their, their, their sense of honor to God. So when God will reject it, he rejected the person and what they brought. Because this thing, you cannot dissociate yourself from your attitude towards God and what you have brought to God. So stop giving the excuse. Oh, I didn't know. Or, uh, you know, and all those. No. Learn how to relate with your God. Learn how to honor God with your life. And learn how to honor God in the relationship that you have with him. That's the only way to get the best out of this relationship. And the Bible says, Cain lost his temper after God showed his disapproval. So it says, Cain lost his temper and went into a sock. And look at what happened. God said, God spoke to Cain, why this tantrum? Why the sulking? If you do well, won't you be accepted? And if you don't do well, sin lies in wait for you, ready to pounce. It is out to get you, and you've got to master it. Ladies and gentlemen, when Cain refused to honor God by just bringing just anything to God, Abel, what showed that he honored God, what the Bible says, he brought the first and the best. Choice cut of meat, the firstborns, that's what he brought. Cain brought just the produce of his ground. The Bible never mentioned that his heart was so into it that he brought something of choice that is worthy of God, his maker. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. Uh, and God showed in a very sharp manner that, look, there's some things that are acceptable, some of that things are not acceptable. And there are some things you, you, you will bring to me that will not connote honor to me. Let's focus on how you do your work. Can I say it to somebody here today? That your vocational life is not separate from your Christian life. Whatever you do to hand money, especially as we celebrate this, this Workers' Day uh, uh, around the world, you, every one of us must understand that when I give value at work, 
I'm not only honoring my contract with my employer, I'm also honoring God with my life. When I do a great job at work, I'm simply honoring God with my life, with the talent that he has given me. So stewarding your talent in the way that brings honor to God is very essential, extremely essential. Stewarding your talent in a way that brings honor to God. How are you stewarding your talent? Somebody, you may have been out of a job for a long time now. We're going to pray for you at the end of this service. And uh, we believe that our God will set you up big this season in the name of Jesus. But I need you to understand something. Just sleeping and waking up without deploying your potentials is not giving honor to God. And everything you do at work, everything you do at home, everything you do in your business, everything you do on your career path and in your vocational life, they are not segregated or cut off from your Christian life. Everything is together. The part is a part and parcel of your Christian experience. Glory be to Jesus. First Peter chapter 4, verse number 10. The Bible says in the Amplified, Amplified Translation, it says, Just as each of, of you has received special gift, a spiritual talent, an ability graciously given by God, he said, employ it in serving one another as is appropriate for, for good stewardship of God's multifaceted grace. In bracket, faithful, using, uh, faithfully using the diverse, varied gift and abilities granted to Christians by God's unmerited favor, which we call grace. So this scripture is saying, look, use your gift well. Use your gift well. Everyone has a talent. Your gift and your talent, they matter. And they are for the, for, for the promotion of God's kingdom. So gifts are not for personal gain or aggrandizement alone, but for the benefit of humanity and the benefit of God's kingdom. Glory be to Jesus. So it also dishonors God when you don't work on your gift. That's what we, we see in Matthew 25, uh, from verse 14 down to 29, the parable of talent. The one who came back and did nothing with what God has given him, what his master gave him, which is the man with one talent, Jesus looked, said about him and said, look, uh, you are a wicked and unprofitable servant. That will not be your testimony in the precious name of Jesus. This season, you will bring forth, your work will be blessed, we will see the fruit of your labor, uh, your, your work will bring glory to God and bring glory to his kingdom. You will not bring disdain to the kingdom of God in the precious name of Jesus. Somebody say better, amen. Glory be to God. So some people despise or disregard their talent uh, because they try to compare them to other people's talent. And it's not about what, uh, what other people have. You're not going to be judged based on that. You're only going to be judged based on what God has given you. I would rather be a one-talent man that maximizes my talent than be envying a five-talent person who, who is doing well with his five-talent, and because of that, I bury my own one-talent. Celebrate God for what he has given you. Be like David, who had only a sling in his hand, and yet brought down a Goliath. Glory be to God. Be like Moses, who only had a rod in his hand, yet with that rod, uh, God sent him to, to, you know, to Egypt. And when the rod came down in his hand, it, it consumed all the works of the astrologers and the magicians in Egypt. I pray for you uh, in your office, in your career path. My God will give you grace to be the head and not the tail. In the name of Jesus, what he has given you, uh, we mesmerize the powers of darkness and occultic powers in the place that God has planted you. In the name of Jesus. But I'm saying to you today, you need to believe in what God has given you. Yeah, you need to believe in what God has given you. The execution of God's plan for your life is not a function of the, uh, uh, of the rate of progress of other people. Don't use another man's clock to time your own life and focus on what God has given you. You know, many people are not aware of what God has given them. 
Uh, and uh, if I may, uh, let me say this, that there are three stages in uh, the sense of awareness that we have of what God has given us. Some people say, I don't know my gift or talent. If you are in that space, I pray that this season will be a season of divine revelation for you. God will make you more self-aware. Uh, he will send people to you who will point out the grace that you carry in the name of the Lord Jesus. Some people say, I can identify my gift, but I'm not optimizing it. This is the season that God will help you to optimize every gift that he has put in your life. In the precious name of Jesus, I pray for everyone who is yet to optimize God's grace and God's gift in your life. That my God will give you new platforms of expression. In the name of Jesus, he will bring you into new partnerships uh, 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 that will help you uh, synergize with you to maximize what you carry. He will send you helpers who will position you uh, for your, your light to shine and your talent to be a blessing to millions. In the precious name of Jesus. The third set of people uh, are people who say, I'm appropriately deploying my gift. Many people may not be able to say that. But as many as are doing that, I pray that grace will multiply over you. To even much more appropriately deploy your gift. As you go into the remaining days of this year, uh, your, 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 your light will shine brighter and brighter. It will not diminish. At work, at home, everything you lay your hands upon to do, God will prosper them. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody say better, amen. So, as I start to wrap this all up, I need you to understand one thing. That your work should bring respect to the kingdom of God. I can say that over and again. Your work must bring respect to the kingdom of God. As we celebrate uh, good labor and, and, you know, workers all around the world are needed to understand your work must bring respect to the kingdom of God. Your productivity honors God. Your vocational life is part of your Christian life. They cannot we can't separate them. And it must honor God. It must bring honor to God. The Bible says in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 22, it said, uh, Bond servant, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not for eye service as men please us, but in sincerity of heart, fearing God. Let the work of your heart be done with sincerity of heart, fearing God. First Peter 2 and verse 18, Servants, be submissive to your masters with all fear, not only for, for the good and gentle, but also to the hash. So somebody may be listening to me right now. You work with, uh, you know, maybe a boss or a partner that is a bit harsh. The Bible says you do what you do as unto God and that's the only way uh, that your character can minister to them. Yeah. Your character can minister to them. What are you doing with what God has given you? It's time to honor God with your talent. And honor God with everything that God has given you. So that uh, God, when you stand before God one day, you will be able to say, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little, much more will be added to you. That will be your testimony in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. I want to pray. I want us to pray as we bring uh, this, this sharing to a close. Will you lift your two hands to Jesus right now and begin to give him glory for all that he has given you. Say, Father, I thank you for every gift in my life. I, get, I thank you for the opportunities that you have given me to serve. Opportunities uh, for a job. Opportunity uh, to run a business. Will you go ahead and thank him for it? Thank him for it. Thank him for it. Everything may not be working exactly the way you want, but when you thank him for what you have, he has a way of giving you more. Go ahead and celebrate him and thank him for all the opportunities, the platforms, the partnerships, the products that are coming through your life. Go ahead and celebrate God and thank him for everything that he has given you this season. And as we do that today, I'll be speaking a blessing over you, uh, over everyone on a career path or, or on a vocation, on a business. Uh, uh, according to Psalm 90 and verse 16 and 17, I'm going to read it. Uh, and, and we're going to pray right now. We're going to pray right now. The Bible says in Psalm 90, New King James Version, uh, verse 16 and, uh, and 17, say, let your work appear to your servant and your glory to their children. And let the beauty 
of the Lord our God be upon us and then and establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands for us. I want you to lift your two hands to Jesus right now and say, Father, reveal your work to me in the name of Jesus. Bring me into a season of revelation concerning my career, concerning my business, everything that you are doing. Help me to see. Help me to see what you are doing. Help me to see what you are doing. It says, let your work appear to your servant. Let your glory, I said, and your glory to their children. Rakanto pre eka leke shutayanda. Say, Father, reveal, reveal the work of your hand to me. Uh, I will run in the way of your commandment, O oh God, when you have enlarged my heart. Will somebody pray today? Say, Father, I enlarge my heart. Help me to see what you are doing. Help me to see what you have gone ahead of me to do. Uh, and in the same vein, I also want you to begin to declare it. And it says, and let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us. Will you declare what you do? Uh, mention the name of your business. Mention the name of your office. Mention your vocation. And say, Lord, let your beauty rest upon the work of my hand. Let your beauty rest upon my life. Let your beauty rest upon my family. When God beautifies anything, shame is taken away from it. Any form of ugliness is taken away from it. In the name of Jesus, I want you to pray. Lord, let your beauty rest upon the work of my hand. Let your beauty rest upon the work of my hand. Somebody lift your voice and begin to pray for divine establishment. Somebody is praying right now. Say, establish the work of my hand for me. According to the scripture, uh, Psalm 90 and verse 17, it says, establish the work of our hand for us. Yes, establish the work of our hand. Lift your two hands to him and say, Father, establish the work of my hand. No more hit or miss or hit and miss. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray right now for divine establishment. In the name of Jesus, Lord, establish the work of my hand. I don't want to remain small. They've called you MSME, micro, small, and medium. Just, just pray, Lord, I need divine establishment. I want to grow. I want to grow. I want to grow. If there's anyone listening to me right now, it's been a long time you encountered any kind of career progression. I want you to pray right now. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I enter into the realm of divine establishment where my names will be mentioned in a place that matter. I want to be a notable figure in my career path. I want to be a professional of repute. Send your grace, uh, send your favor upon me. Beautify the work of my hand. Lead me to the next line of study. Lead me uh, uh, to the next line of being distinguished. Open me up, Father, to opportunities to upscale uh, my skills. In the name of Jesus, I refuse to remain on the same spot on my career uh, uh, path. I receive unprecedented progress this season. In the name of Jesus, let that be the prayer of your heart right now. Let that be the prayer of your heart right now. Le Sopra ancre la kite e grando like shuta and gran loco topaya e branica like shuto yende marando carido bosha in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you and we bless your name. Lift your two hands and bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Father, we thank you. We give you glory and we give you praise. So, in the name of Jesus. I pray for everyone joined to this broadcast. Anyone who has stagnated on a career path or on a business, we decree right now that the hold of stagnation is broken in the name of Jesus. Everyone who has been out of a job, trusting God for a job, I join my faith with yours right now and I decree new opportunities. In the name of the Lord Jesus, my God opens a door to you that no man can shut. In the name of the Lord Jesus, uh, for everyone struggling with a business, we decree wisdom is released to you. And by this wisdom, confusion is taken away. Everyone who needs money, finances, to move business to the next level, to finish a project, we command that the heavens open over your life in a new dimension. Books of remembrance are open unto you. In the name of Jesus, men and women will remember you this season. Ah, and they will come to your head. In the name of the Lord Lord Jesus, uh, divine opportunities to come out of indebtedness. In the name of Jesus, favor of God, flow in your direction. You will no longer be small. You will no longer stagnate. In the name of Jesus, uh, divine insight on things to do to move your work forward. We receive it for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. 
let the, your beauty come upon everyone establish the work of our hand and let it bring glory to you we give you glory and we give you praise in the precious name of jesus thank you everlasting father and if you're blessed today i want you to put your hands together and celebrate jesus celebrate jesus hallelujah celebrate jesus celebrate jesus if you're online give me some virtual hand clap let me know uh, that you're celebrating jesus with me today thank you father thank you father uh, uh just before we wrap up I, I just want to pray for somebody join to this service right now who may be saying pg i'm far away from god i don't know jesus as, as my lord and personal savior somebody may be saying i said that prayer before but i backslid into sin I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. One of the ways we honor God is by going back to him like the prodigal son and say, saying, I've sinned against you, but I'm back. And I'm ready to live a life that will give you honor from this moment. Then he pours out his grace and we have a new experience from that moment on. Can I pray for you today? Uh, if you're on any of our social media platform, I want you to just write in there right now in the comment or chat, uh, you know, uh, online church, just write in the chat, uh, I, I want to rededicate my life to Christ. Or I'm giving my life to Christ. Giving my life to Christ. Let us know that you're making a decision. But as you do that, can I, can I just lead you in this prayer? I want you to say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. I need a savior. Say today, I ask that you forgive me my sins. Cleanse me from every unrighteousness. I receive you today as my Lord and my personal Savior. I open up my heart to you. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Fill my heart with your spirit and give me a new beginning from this moment forward. Thank you, Father, for accepting me just the way I am. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Praise God. If you just said that prayer with me, God is starting something new in your life and your life will never be the same again in Jesus' precious name. Can I encourage you, uh, if you're watching this on TV, that you send us a WhatsApp chat, let us know you just made a decision, send us an email, the details are now on the screen, and if you're on any of our social media platform, please let us, let us know that you just made a decision to either give your life to Christ or rededicate your life to Him. We'll send you some link, I will, uh, we want to get in touch with you, send you some materials that will help you to grow and become stronger in your faith. We also want to introduce you to some virtual classes that will help you to be stronger. We call them faith development classes. Uh, when we make a decision like this, there are things we need to learn so that we don't fall back or fall away from the decisions that we have made. And we want you to please be a part of that. As you signal us, we will be able to send you those links, uh, you know, just connect with you and help you to grow and become a stronger Christian. God bless you as you do so in Jesus' precious name. And everybody says a believing amen. All right, it's time to honor God with our substance. We've talked about honor and we're going to take it further uh, from next week. And I need you to understand that when we give to God, uh, it's not a donation. It's a way by which we honor him. Honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruit of all of your increase. That's what the scripture says. And uh, we honor God, not just because we know he will bless us back, but because we know it's a duty of a son or a daughter to honor a father. Uh, so I wanted to package uh, whatever you have to give to God today. Uh, get your devices. Uh, there are many ways to give at the Elevation Church. You can use the short code platform. Or you can do a wire transfer. Uh, if you're local to Nigeria, or the, the three banks on the screen, they have their apps. You can use that to give. Uh, also, if you want to give using your cards, debit card, credit card, you can use uh, the gateway on our website, elevationng.org forward slash giving, and you can use any of those uh, international cards to give there. If you're uh, on any of our international platforms and you also want to give, uh, you can do a wire transfer through the GT Bank details on the right hand side of the screen. Uh, you can give in any currency of choice, or you can just use your card to give. Our gateway, uh, global giving gateway is very secure and uh, we trust that God will use you uh, to, uh, uh, you know, to, to, to contribute your part uh, to the progress of ministry at the Elevation Church as you give uh, financially uh, and sow a seed that will touch the heart of God today in the precious name of Jesus. It's also a good uh, you know, time to, to give uh, a percentage giving that we call Titan just to honor God. If uh, you, you're somebody who hands uh, monthly, this is a good time for you to honor God uh, from your heart, not out of compulsion. Uh, Titan is Old Testament quite alright, but it's one of the ways that God wants us to honor him. It's not going to kill you if you don't tithe, uh, neither will you miss heaven if you don't tithe. 
but honor as a place of blessing. And you can choose to be an honorable person by uh, honoring God with your substance from time to time. Uh, there's no exchange for honor. It's either you are honorable or dishonorable. And as we continue in this, in this series, you're going to learn more about that. I pray for everyone honoring God with your substance today. I pray that the hand of God comes upon you blessings and favor, things that money can buy and things that money cannot buy. God will visit you this season, uh, take you out of despondency and confusion, make his light shine upon your path. He will honor you back in the ways that you cannot imagine and cause his favor to follow you in all that you do, especially in this new month of May, in the precious name of Jesus. Amen and amen and amen. And God bless you. God bless you for everyone who is honoring God with a substance today. God bless you. God bless you. Also, I want to welcome anyone worshiping with us for the first time. So first time joining us at the Elevation Church, we want to welcome you very, very specially. If you don't mind, can you uh, go to the chat room or send us an email, WhatsApp us, and just let us know that it's your first time. We'd love to connect with you, send you some more information about our church, and also uh, uh, invite you to be a part of our virtual experience, online church, online connect groups, whatever suits you. I want you to please let us know it's your first time. We'll send you a link right now with which you can uh, connect with us. And as you do so, God will bless you in Jesus' name. So this is the Elevation Church online. And uh, our online community is growing every day. We're creating the atmosphere uh, for greatness uh, to evolve in the life of everyone that will join us even virtually. And now that you're part of it, we ask that you come again and again. Uh, get on our online community. Online community, which is a very, very vital part of our church online church .org. Uh, please get in there uh, make sure you subscribe uh, be a part of it and you, you, you will be able to connect uh, with our pastors there connect with other uh, members there who will encourage you and uh, uh, with them you can do life together in our online community uh, if you, it's your first time also I want to encourage you to join our connect group our small groups our small groups are interest based uh, people are doing life together physically and virtually connectgroup.elevationng.org is a place to check uh, please if you go to connectgroup.elevationng.org you'll be able to find some more information about how to join our connect groups we love for you to remain uh, with us worshiping with us whether in in-person gathering or in our virtual experience in online church if you go to our website you get some more information about that Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, hallelujah. Just before we wrap up finally today, I also wanted to know that we have created something for this season, which we call the Honor Badge. The Honor Badge is an editable picture uh, template, uh, you know, uh, that states, I am, you know, so-and-so person, you insert your profession, like saying, I am a pastor, or I am a clergy, that's for me, and I choose to honor God with my work. That's, that's the, the honor badge. If you, if you go to our website, you can download it and uh, you know, put your profession in it and post it on social media uh, as part of our commemorating the Workers' Day. Encourage you know, uh, you know, other people to do the same and hashtag it, uh, the honor code, and, put, uh, and tag us at Elevation uh, NG and then we will uh, be able to repost it and celebrate you uh, for uh, honoring God with your life and with your profession and being proud to be whoever you are. So whether you are a baker, uh, you are an engineer, you are a carpenter, whatever work you do, uh, uh, we want you to go and download the honor badge uh, from our website and make sure that you post it, especially if you are on social media. God bless you and I wish you all the best of the week ahead and all the best of the month of May. Uh, the word of God will come alive in your heart. Grace will be made available to you. God will wipe away your tears and visit you and your household in every area of need this season in Jesus' precious name. Please stay tuned for final announcement. Have a great week and God bless you.
We trust you had a great time in service and believe you were blessed. Please subscribe to and follow us on our various social media channels and be among the first to get updates about our upcoming events. Are you new to the Elevation Church? We invite you to join our loving family and we're happy to inform you that our online membership class will hold next Saturday on the 8th of May. It's a one-off class that will run from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. So do register via this link now being displayed. To join the new batches of our online workers in training course, Techai, in May, please register using the links now displayed for the respective levels. Our online morning prayers Ignite continues this week from Monday to Saturday at 6 a.m. GMT on Zoom and MixLR. God is answering prayers, filling us with testimonies and changing lives daily as we pray. Invite all your family and friends and don't forget to share your testimonies. Log on to elevationng.org forward slash resources and check out inspiring messages from our previous series, beautiful gift items for special occasions, tech branded merchandise and amazing books by great authors. There are also soul lifting messages on breaking addiction, improving mental health, new believers and many more. And all these are available to download for free. Join any of our small groups today by visiting connectgroup.elevationng.org to make vital connections that will enrich your life and spur you on to fulfill purpose. That's not all. We also have an online community you can grow and thrive with. Simply visit onlinechurch.elevationng.org. Subscribe, connect, get counsel, pray and make friends. Please call any of the numbers now showing if you need counseling or simply send an email to counseling at elevationng.org. Our midweek event switch continues physically at the Pistis Conference Center and online this Wednesday across various social media platforms by 6.30 p.m. Be sure to join us and invite your family and friends. We are here if you need to reach us at any time during the week. Do send a mail to info at elevationng.org or call us on 0700-ELEVATE, that is 0700-353-8283. To reach us on WhatsApp, simply message the number now displayed on the screen. And spend more time in God's presence this season and let the Holy Spirit inspire you to be a great steward. Have an amazing week and God bless you. Hi there! Are you looking for a place to connect, to nurture, and be nurtured? A platform you can share your interests, faith, and to learn from others? Somewhere you can network and increase in influence, get some pastoral care, and ever need to hone and deploy your gifts? Then we've got it. All you need is to join a connect group at the Elevation Church. Now here's how to sign up for one. Simply visit connectgroup.elevationng.org Click on the register button, impute your email address, name and phone number and submit. An activation page will open up. Type in the activation code you would have received by email and click continue. Set your preferred password and click continue. You'd get a successful registration message on the screen. You can now proceed to login. Once logged in, you see drop down boxes on the page. Select your preferred expression, interest, group, meeting day and meeting type from each box respectively. Click apply filter to see the groups relevant to your search. Select one that suits your interest or needs best and click join and that's it. There are groups for singles, couples, engaged couples, fashion, advocacy and governance, Bible study, travel, unique families, professional exam support groups, creative arts, investment, entertainment, gaming, fitness. I mean, the list is endless. This way, you can find your tribe and flourish with like minds whilst growing in your vocation and spiritual life. If you can't find your preferred group, simply email smallgroups at elevationng.org and we'll sort you out. Please note that you don't have to be a member of the Elevation Church to join a connect group. Connect group meetings will hold virtually either on WhatsApp, Telegram, Zoom, or Microsoft Teams. We all need great support systems to prop one another up, cheer ourselves up, 
do great things and achieve all that God has called us to do. So sign up now and invite your friends, colleagues, and family members. We can't wait to have you on board. Let's build stronger communities together.